Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. You're listening to Boost Power Podcast, and I am your host, Betsy Wiersma. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. And do you get the power in that? The power is yours to surround yourself with great people, learn something new, have an experience. What about take a breath? Yeah, you get that power too. Well, today, Malua Berenger is on the show. And when I did my homework, I was like uh, doing the I'm not worthy dance a little bit. Like she is a superstar. And I'm so honored to welcome you. Malua, welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Thank you. So happy to be here um, on the, on your uh, podcast, Betsy. Well, we've been having some pre, pre-podcast bonding and sharing our experiences because along her path, I noticed she worked at Coors in the, uh, I have just a place in my heart for Coors. They were a part of the Camp Experience Network in the very early days. So anybody who has come through corporate America and is serving the world is just such a friend to this show. So let's kind of go through the background. So what I'd love to start with is talk a little bit about you and uh, as Christy Bells, my friend likes to say, where you were planted, like as you're growing up, what was it in your path and your journey that you can look back and tell the people listening were, were points that were interesting or experiences that helped you on this amazing journey? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, my journey as I pause and reflect is really um, one that supports this whole notion for me that anything is possible with the passion of people and ideas. Um, and so, you know, I grew up in a small little country in Guyana in South America, um, kind of part of the Caribbean, uh, we're English speaking. And I never in my wildest dreams would have imagined that my journey would take me here to Denver. Um, you know, I grew up, I was the baby of five kids. Um, my parents got divorced when I was in high school, the ripe age of 13. Um, and so it was me and my sister with my mom and my brothers were with my dad. And, you know, I remember um, you know, my sister and I and my mom just coming together as just women and girls supporting each other. Um, and so my mom, you know, she was a secretary at a bank and we moved to this small little apartment. And um, I remember her working these, um, you know, working at the bank and then making little big goods to sell at the bank for extra dollars to be able to support me and my sister. And I was so grateful. Like I had the sense of, I have everything um, just because, you know, I saw what she put in. Like I never felt like I wanted for anything. I felt I had a ton because I saw just how she um, poured her in, everything in to help support us. So we grew, I grew up uh, in, you know, in, in the Caribbean and then my parents decided to get back together uh, again. And boy, they moved to the Bahamas, Nassau, Bahamas, to try and come back together again. Um, and so I moved to the Bahamas in my late teens, and that lasted like five months, and that was it. They were back at each other, arguing, split up again. And then, you know, my mom and I um, uh, kind of parted ways with my dad, and um yeah. And then went to school. You know, I knew that I had to 
do well in school. I knew I had to kind of, um, you know, because my mom was giving everything. And uh, my sister and I uh, went on to college in Florida. And, you know, we roomed together, even though she was five years older than me, she had stopped out of school. We roomed together at Florida, University of Florida, working on chemical engineering degree. Wow. I know. Chemical Uh, engineering degree? Yeah. Um, And you wouldn't believe it. But when I was 10, I remember doing like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I looked at the encyclopedia and I said, you know what? I want to be a chemical engineer. And who would have thought that at 10, I would end up, you know, really keeping to it. And I did my chemical engineering degree at University of Florida. Wow. Um, well, that's cool. I went to Purdue University, so I love engineers. My dad's an engineer. Yeah. I love yes. that mind, that whole yes. analytical mind process. Yes. And that was it. I love math. I love science. And I'm like, I'm going to be a chemical engineer at 10. And then there I am, you know, 23 graduating with my BS in chemical engineering. How many Both my sister and myself together graduated chemical engineers at the same time. So total girl power. We were such a such a dynamic duo how many women I'm just this is an aside but I'm curious because I gotta think how many women were in chemical engineering in Florida in those days a handful literally um and so you know it was it was great but you know along that journey I had friends and families that you know while it was my mom my sister and I we were so supported with friends and family throughout that journey that I felt like I always had of riches. I had abundance, even though we really didn't have much, you know? And so it's an interesting feeling. I I am an eternal optimist. I'm like, wow, I never would have charted that path. So, so that was my college years. And then when I was at Florida at 10 o'clock at night, you know, I'm in a, um, a junior in Florida, I get this call and it's like, hi, I'm the vice president at Kraft Foods and I'd love for you to come in and interview with us and, uh, tomorrow morning. And I'm like, really? Okay. I'm like, you need chemical engineers in a food company? He's like, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, okay. So I show up the next morning in like the dashiki shirt and cut off pants, like totally clueless, never had- A corporate thing, yeah. <laughs> in career and corporate thing. And we had such an amazing conversation that right there and then he said, I'd love for you to come and do an internship at Kraft Foods. And that was it. Uh, He also, my sister also got an internship at Kraft Foods as well. So both of us head off to Chicago to do an internship at Kraft Foods and have this amazing experience uh, there. And in the last day you're doing your exit interviews, the one of the VPs said, we want you to come back and work for us. And I said, yes, right there on the spot. And that was it. It was like, oh my goodness, what a ride, you know? Um, So I went back to my senior year with a job in hand and that was it. I never looked at another company. I was so excited. And my sister also got a job at Kraft full-time as well. So both of us graduated. Both of us went to work for Kraft as uh, chemical engineers. Isn't oh, that that cool? is like almost impossible. Like if you heard that, you'd be like, no, yeah, that probably didn't happen. 
That is so cool. And did you go back to Chicago? Which office or which company did yeah. you go to? Yeah, so we went to um, the R&D, so the Research and Development Centers in Chicago. Actually, it's in a suburb in Chicago and Glenview. And so we moved there and, yeah, started an amazing journey in the corporate world. Um, so my sister and I together started, met my husband at, at Kraft Foods as well. Um, and, uh, you know, just a, what an amazing experience because, again, when I got there, I was taken under the wing by this junior engine, this uh, senior engineer, and he was such an amazing guy. I learned everything from him. He was such an amazing mentor, coach, and he passed away in the middle of the project. Um, he had a terminal disease that we didn't know about, and I was thrust into running this huge project for the company to change the way that you make mayonnaise, uh, you know, that hadn't from the original discovery in the, you know, early years to something new and more modern, saving millions of dollars. And I was thrust in to lead this project and, uh, you know, had such a success with that. Um, and uh, yeah, that set off my whole journey again. So again, you know, people along this journey, you know, that you connect with that really can, truly change the direction of where you go. So. Well, I, I know all of you are like me. I, could you see I'm speechless? I'm the talker that is speechless. Uh, you know, as, as we hear a story of uh, really, really seeing in her mom, this hard work effort, which then paid off through college, which then paid off through craft. And today we know, because we know it's the end of the story that she is at MSU Denver, uh, making a difference for these kids. And I know you're all on the edge of your seat. We're gonna go to break. We will be right back. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Weersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. Okay, you're saying, Malua, tell us more, tell us more. So uh, one thing I just really want to respond to is I think what you said about the relationships we make along the way. Who knows when that phone call is going to come? Who knows when that next break is going to be? But by consistently, and in my case, I always say writing the thank you note. My mom taught me, write the thank you note. And as you saw in your mom, I saw my mom, organization. I'm an event planner. Write the thank you note. I raise money. I do gratitude for a living. All those little pieces are the pieces that make a fantastic career. So you had an amazing career at Kraft. Yeah. Uh, redesigning mayonnaise. We have to talk offline because I want to know, did you make avocado oil mayonnaise? Because that's what I like now. Um, yeah. Okay, so we will return to mayonnaise in a different segment. But uh, then you came out to Colorado. Somehow you got out here and got to work for the Coors Company. And I don't know which, of course, because there's many versions of Molson Coors, Coors and all of above. So how did you get here? And let's transition into today and uh, your amazing role. Awesome. Yeah. So um, after 22 years at Kraft Foods, uh, you know, Kraft and Heinz came together. I used it as an opportunity to do something different <clears throat> and then decided to um, part ways um, after an amazing journey at Kraft. 
And then I was like a kid in the candy store looking at different companies and places to go um, and had this opportunity to lead R&D and innovation for um, Molson Coors. So I came out to Denver, moved my whole family here, moved my mom who lives with us, my uh, in-laws as well. So we all came <clears throat> to Denver in 2016. And um, so you know, my experience at Molson Coors was just phenomenal. Um, you know, talk about this company that really focused on beer and wanted to grow in new innovative ways. And so um, had an opportunity to really push the boundaries at the company and go, you know, start thinking about not a beer company, but a beverage company and really start to um, go into non-alcoholic uh, beverages, uh, even push the edge with the exploring cannabis beverages in Canada. So got to do some exciting things in terms of innovating and being entrepreneurial in a big company and did that for about four years. And then Molson Coors moved to Milwaukee. And so um, we love Denver and, you know, my family was like, no, we're staying here. So uh, decided to do something else. And so you know, wanted to pause and reflect on, you know, what do I really want to do? I've been in this corporate world, new product, new innovation, nonstop, and wanted to pause. My son is like, mom, stay home. You know, he's, you know, I have two kids, uh, you know, a 14-year-old boy and a 10-year-old girl at the time. And um, they're like, stay home. I'm like, how cool is that? You know, your teenage boy wants you to spend time with him. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to do something different that doesn't have me, you know, traveling and going crazy. So I paused and I said, you know what? I want to give back. I want to give back. I want to pay it forward and um, do something different, come out of the corporate world and, you know, really start to, to, to make a difference in other lives in different ways. And so came across this amazing role at MSU Denver. Um, you know, to be the industry uh, director of industry partnerships for the classroom to career hub, which is kind of like the career center for the university. And I'm like, okay, let me look at this opportunity. When you see the student population we serve, it was exactly what I wanted. It was like serendipity. Like I had in my mind, you know, maybe I can connect with university and help universities connect to industries. And you know, I was chatting with one of the directors at United Way and he's like, Malua, look at this. This is what you talked about yesterday. You've got to apply for this. I'm like, oh my gosh, it is. It does. So, it's yeah, like a match made in heaven, doesn't it? Just like it, you, you kind of willed it. You have that background, you have the passion and it's in Denver. It's uh, in Denver. And it was with the most amazing university. Oh. When you think about who we serve. And so I just had to say, yes. I mean, I had an idea to take a year off, but I didn't, um, you know, I had left most of course in December and this was January. So no sipping margaritas on the beach or any of that um, for a year. I, I said yes and, and hopped in. So yeah, I got to MSU Denver and um, you know, our role is really, what an amazing university and who we serve, you know, 96% of our students are from Colorado, 80% of them stay here. So when you're investing this university, the students we invest in, 
they're right here building our economy. So you get to kind of see the impact that these students are making. So um, very well, passionate. people that are not in the Inside Club that knows what we're talking about, Metropolitan State University of Denver is the anchor institution for Colorado. So it yes. is a place where anyone who graduates from a high school is accepted to come in and find their path. It's a place where people come back at any point of their journey, whether yeah. it's me in my later years that want to take jewelry making and learn how to solder <laughs> um, or sommelier classes, like <laughs> learn about wine. Um, it's any place, there's a place at Metropolitan State University of Denver and Dr. Janine Davidson, the leader of this incredible organization, is really innovative about serving people's different paths. And yes. so in this program, tell everybody just a little bit more about how students have this great advantage because you're connecting them uh, to jobs and to the training they need for jobs right now today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when you look about, at our um, student population, they're tenacious. You know, it, almost 80% of them work while going to college. So um, at 56% of them are first generation, 46 people of color, uh, percent of people of color. So, I mean, talk about an amazing diverse background. And so the opportunity we have is to really connect our students to organizations externally. These are the students that you want in your organization that are going to be innovative, that are going to come at things at a different perspective. So it's pretty, it's pretty incredible this journey we've been on to org, you know, get organized and really connect with industry partners in, in intentional and meaningful ways that get them directly connected to our students to fuel their talent pipeline. Um, so we're organized by um, different industry. Um, you know, I, I got to come in and actually start this team, this industry partnership team from ground up. So that was pretty exciting. Um, we have a dynamic team of experienced um, people on our team. I think our team is made up of over almost 200 years of experience in industry and all different fields. Um, so we're organized, we have industry navigators for each of the 14 growth industry, you know, 14 growth industries in Colorado. And so it's like your personal concierge of, you know, if you're in the uh, finance industry, you have a dedicated industry navigator on our team that is working with you to directly connect to our you know, accounting finance major students. So it's a very curated experience and um, a powerful one when you see these connections flourish and bloom. So that's been uh, how, how we're setting it up. Um, we're also engaging at coordinating industry events at, as, a, as an entire industry. Um, so think about this. We've connected with the uh, construction industry as a whole, representing over 70 companies with the um, Denver Economic Office, with community colleges. And we convened this entire industry together to talk about how could we build a sustainable, diverse talent pipeline in the construction industry at leadership levels. What a huge role for MSU Denver, Metropolitan State University of Denver to play in you know, meeting students where they are, you know, whether 
you're in the trade or whether you're, a, you know, you might, one person might be in finance, but they want to get into construction project management. Um, how do you create these pathways for meeting individuals wherever they are and where their ambition, their uh, passion lies and creating this pathway that gets them a bachelor's or a degree or micro-credential and they can get back into this workforce at leadership levels and continue to grow. I mean, that was a power. So we're excited. We kicked off this partnership. We've got so many companies participating with us. We have the um, Association of General Contractors. We just uh, were on their uh, diversity meeting talking about how can MSU Denver students really fill their workforce development talent pipeline for the future. Very powerful. I'm thinking back to my college days and thinking, oh, wouldn't that been so cool? Although I must say Purdue University did a very, very good job of giving <laughs> us internships. And at the time, in the 80s, in the 1980s, yes, just in the basic computer programs where we had to go to the computer lab. Yeah. For all you young people out there, yes, we had computers in the 80s, barely, <laughs> basic language. But uh, I wanted to, my comment was, I think you're reverse engineering the job for the workforce of tomorrow. Yeah. It's so cool that you're asking, what do we need? And then you get the students involved in how do we design this? And then yes. MSU Denver is the hub of really helping to connect the need and the training. And it's nimble and it's on purpose and it's in every industry. I know I work with the hospitality school a lot and yes. Christian Hardegree and her team. And I was able yes. to connect them to Footers Catering who just built yeah. a new place and needs a workforce. And all those hospitality kids that are getting experiences in the Spring Hill Suites Marriott, which is on the MSU yep. Denver campus. And it's a working school related to a hotel. Go there. Yeah. That. yeah. So now I got to, because I'm the connector girl, figure out that this workforce had changed in 2020. We'll call it that since we're now in the middle of 2021, but we had a lot of changes in the hospitality industry when we were in a global pandemic. And so restaffing yes. this workforce that MSU Denver Hospitality School is an amazing resource to have yes. a pipeline straight into cheap chef jobs and yep. not only just serving, but actually leading in special event planning. So yes. it is so exciting. It is. And so much potential, so much potential for us to connect the dots and create these pathways and really get our economy back going in Colorado. Um, and so we've got um, across the uh, our team, our mission is that if experiential learning, internships, work-related, um, career-related opportunities for all our students. And so, you know, we're, we're excited to be fueling this workforce in, in Colorado at a, at a dynamic pace. Um, so, yeah, it's about creating, in, you know, creating connections across the industry, um, bringing, convening community colleges, us, um, you know, industry partners, and really being intentional of how do we continue to upskill our workforce and get them into making a huge difference and driving the innovation in Colorado. So exciting journey. I yeah, love it. I the right person, I think, leading this. This is so exciting. So tell people listening how to get a hold of more information about you. There's a link 
posted with this podcast, but just if they're listening, is there a website or a place they can go to learn more about MSU Denver and this entire kind of career to the workforce project? Yeah, so I encourage everyone to contact us with C2Hub at msudenver.edu. Um, C2Hub stands for Classroom to Career Hub, and it's where we bring this entire um, kind of uh, coordinated approach that's really customized for the students to be successful, and well, as well as the industry partners to be successful and have a curated type of experience. So um, definitely join us, contact us, cuhub at msudenver.edu. And um, when you, we're looking for partners, our call is for partners to help us scale this model of this curated experience for students, as well as for our industry partners. So, um, well, yay. And so if you're out there and you're thinking, wow, I want some super trained up people in my workforce, and I want to start with a partnership and a conversation about how Metropolitan State University of Denver can be your partner, please reach out and contact Malua and her team. But first, I have a burning question before we go. Whatever happened to your sister? Because I'm picturing you and your sister. You're in Chicago. Where's your sister now? Did she stay in She's Chicago? She's right here in Denver. Denver. <laughs> yeah, we moved uh, together as well. So my sister lives 10 minutes from me. Uh, my mom lives with me. And uh, yeah, my kids are totally spoiled with my uh, with their grandparents that are around them you know all day so we love it well I love that because I have a sisterhood right I'm always about how I want to know the the family side of the story so I just knew everybody else had inquiring minds and we wanted to know did you leave your sister in Chicago the weather is terrible there get her to Colorado (laughs) especially if your mom is here we can't leave your sister no, <laughs> not at all. So nope, we're together even now. That is awesome. Well, I, I call, we get to have lunch soon and I want to know you more and I want to meet your sister and your mom. So, cause I'm like that. Let's do some <laughs> art. Okay. I'll digress and get back to my podcasting. Well, uh, Malua, you have just been an amazing guest today and we are so thankful for Metropolitan State University of Denver who is a lead sponsor for my Camp Experience Network and who we are featuring many, many of their amazing leaders on Boost Power Podcast. Thank you for listening today. You were meant to hear this story. You were meant to hear the story of growing up and learning about hard work. You were meant to hear about young women rocking it in engineering. I love that. You were meant to hear about working hard in corporate America and bringing those great skills and talents to the Anchor University of Colorado, Metropolitan State University of Colorado. Easy for me to say. And you were meant to hear Malua's passion and purpose as we all unite to make this world a better place. Please share our podcast with others that might love to plug in for our uplifting ideas and great stories. And please go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe because we are weekly and we are here for you. This is your host, Betsy Weersma. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging into stories from the journey of business and life. Our music today is by singer-songwriter Megan Burt. 
We are recorded at Cinder Sound Studios, and we're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more at globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com.